You're listening to DraftKings Network. Look who's back, everybody. Yes. Me. Also, Christian's here. Everybody was wondering, where uh, where was the normal version of Alexis the last two weeks? Oh, buddy. What did you think? What did you think of, uh, was it uh, Alexis gone wild? <laughs> it, it's, uh, you know, it's when I'm gone, when I realize what my true purpose of being on this show is, of my truth. Sitting, sitting there with a lasso corralling me. Um, uh, yeah, look, shout out to everybody, all the guest hosts. Pablo Maurer, Elisha Edward, uh, 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 Lorena Rusi. Yes. Uh, did we have anyone else? That's it. That's it. No. Oh, no. Tosin. Tosin. Scams, of Come course. How, you, how, you, how can you forget? You know what it was? He was the first one. Uh, yeah. well, you can see that was the calmest that was because I had no idea what was happening. The whole time I'm like, Ryan? <laughs> uh, but what's good, everybody? Why am I not in this show? Uh, get in there, buddy. Uh, yes, I am excited to be back. Obviously, I got I got married uh, and I went, <laughs> went on a honeymoon. <laughs> There's no crap. So I figured I'd do it for Just, Everyone's angry. <laughs> I mean, I, if you if you wanted me, you should have said something prior. Uh, <laughs> everybody well, held it for too long. You know, right. it was one of those like, um, you know, if anyone at, at this uh, wedding, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. No you one didn't did do that. that. <laughs> you chanted for a hot minute. I've never been to a, a Buddhist. <laughs> right. I've never heard it referred to as chanting for a hot minute. <laughs> full 10 minutes. Uh, my guy held a note for 10 minutes. My guy did his thing. It was a beautiful ceremony. Yes. Uh, but I, I was like waiting for the somebody has something to say because I thought everyone was going to look at me to see if I was going to say something stupid. <laughs> and here's the thing. I will not ruin a, a, a ceremony. I, that's You know what? I think a lot of people were surprised. I think so. I think people were. Also, you asked me like two days before the event to say something. And I don't know if you did that on purpose. Like we're going to... We, Alexis will say something, but we can't say anything squarely because <laughs> then he may plan something. <laughs> so you asked me, and I, everyone was like, "You're not gonna." And I was like, "Would you please?" <laughs> I mean, People thought I was gonna get up there and make like rude jokes. How bad could it be? I've, I've well, I've seen those uh, those videos online of like um, uh, you know wedding speeches, like the best man or something yeah. will give a wedding speech, but literally it's just like roasting the the wife or the bride. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, and it's right. just like, all right, you don't need to say everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can keep something in your pocket. Um, but yeah, it was a beautiful event and I felt terrible your best man had COVID so he watched from the balcony yeah it was very odd three masks on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look we made the most of it but it this is this is a modern wedding this is the this a, a wedding and a pandemic wedding but luckily in the age of Omicron there, there were actually uh, probably about six people that tested positive before the wedding yeah. and, and didn't go uh, or people that maybe their partners tested positive and they weren't sure uh, right. so they, just yeah. Eric Keating who came through but couldn't go to the reception right 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 so uh, it it was, you know, obviously amongst all this uh, positivity and joy, no, no pun Hilarious. intended with the positive. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, it was obviously sad. A bunch of people could not make it. As of right now, knock on, I hope this is wood. No one has contacted me saying like, hey, I tested positive after going to the wedding and stuff like that. So really? I'm glad of, of, for that already. They uh, just haven't called you. They called me. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of people. No, I'm joking. Uh, the food was great. I know that was like a big thing. People kept asking me the food, the food. I've already said it on the podcast. Food turned out to be great. As soon as I walked in the reception, I walked in and like, here we fucking go. <laughs> it's going to be nothing but a kale You know, I actually brought a bag of Doritos Flamin' Hots. 
Uh, Did you really? I 100% brought it back into Real Slim and Hots because I was like, this thing might go south. You know what I mean? <laughs> I may be handed a bowl of sprouts. Uh, and as soon as I walked in, someone goes, mini cheeseburger. And I was like, uh, <laughs> my body just released all its tension. They grilled your name on top of the bun. <laughs> They're like, wow. They're like, we've been given strict instructions to keep coming to you. And then a fried shrimp showed up and then a, a, a tostone with, with chicken on top. You said like a fried shrimp like it was a mask. Scott. It's a guy in a suit. It's just the guy doing the running man next to me. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no. You're Alexis, right? <laughs> We're here to keep you busy. This is stuff. your shrimpogram. Yeah. <laughs> it was dope. And then, uh, of course, you know, uh, you guys, uh, you know, beautiful ceremony. Everyone had a great time, blah, blah, blah. Alexis had a pocket pizza ready. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it. I actually did think I kept the, I kept the, I downloaded the Popeyes app just in case. Uh, it was not. Me. I didn't know they had one. They have an app. Yeah, oh, wow. You get, you get, for delivery? You get a yeah, percent discount on your first order. Ooh. Right? <laughs> Damn. Damn, Alexis out here starting a bunch of accounts so he can get. <laughs> so uh, we're here delivering to Alexis Barrera, right? <laughs> Just you with a mustache on top of your mustache. I don't need it. I don't need it. I have a monocle. I don't need it because they don't. This is not an ID verification. Didn't know uh, you were this classy, Mr. Barrera. Yeah. <laughs> we also have a go, uh, a. Galexis Arreros, <laughs> who scheduled the delivery for tomorrow. Uh, so, yes, uh, obviously it was a, uh, a lovely time. I, I really did enjoy the wedding a lot. Do, I, you get, do you remember anything of it? Because I know a lot of times it's a bit of a blur. My uh, wedding, I remember in spurts because I was being dragged to take photos. Look, I, I, look, the one thing I regret was doing heroin right before the beginning of that. <laughs> <laughs> really affected my memory. You know what, <laughs> Honestly, balls. The, ball, the balls you had. <laughs> I was cruising through the it's whole... The only way you would have gotten through the ceremony, uh, you were ready to run. Uh, no, it was. Uh, yeah, I re- I do remember it. Uh, it definitely went by faster than I thought it would. I did not um, sleep that much uh, the night before, and just because I thought we- you were saying after, I was like, go ahead, homie, don't put that out on a podcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you want to see the clips? <laughs> I already have a whole. I know. Here's here's a time lapse of me crying in the corner. <laughs> um, no, I, it really was uh, a, a lovely, lovely time I, I mean I've you know obviously been to a lot of weddings and right. and the uh, brag huh <laughs> this, guy, this guy goes to a lot of weddings <laughs> okay you know real catholic ones too okay bro <laughs> you know no chant going on in there bro nothing but sorrow and fear of God <laughs> the way it's supposed to be um, no so no it really was uh, a, 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 a memorable it, it really felt like I, I you know I've been to a lot of weddings and you you yeah, not that I necessarily think about how the groom and, and the bride are feeling and all that other stuff. But right. it really was, it, it was more. <laughs> Who cares about that? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're here for. Chicken and fish, bro. <laughs> I really, um, it, it, it affected me more than I thought it would. I didn't think I would be as like emotional. You cried it. a little bit. I cried a little bit. You cried a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was but, a, which is like in a good way, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it wasn't, sure. <laughs> was it it wasn't like you were in console. You wouldn't come out of the bridal <laughs> Get Alexis in here. I got to explain <laughs> Could you just get the fucking shrimp out of this room? He's just, is it me? <laughs> Should I be out of here? <laughs> uh, Barry Gunnar said, Christian had halluci- hallucinations of Everton winning the league. Yeah, dude. That's what <laughs> I mean. You know he was messed up, bro. That's some good heroin my guy did, bro. Uh, 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 They're saying, left my ass up, Justin. What did Justin? Oh, I had a pocket pizza. Uh, Christian peaked, uh, as he said, I do. 
Yeah, it was a peak of my life right yeah, there. Man. Christian uh, decided to do an eight ball before the ceremony just to be amped throughout the whole night. <laughs> Woo! Hi, <laughs> baby. You guys ready to dance? It's like, you haven't even said I do yet. <laughs> She's like, do you take this one for your breath? I love this bitch. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> bro, bro, let me tell you something. Everyone else sees that shrimp, right? <laughs> I don't know what's in this stuff. <laughs> but my deal is here. Thank you, man. <laughs> I do, but one of my favorite things, you may not know this uh, if you didn't get an invite, but Christian put... Uh, it said uh, black tie, black tie. Event. Right. I wore a nice tuxedo. Right? Mm-hmm. I listened. Some dude showed up in velour pants, the crispiest Air Force One's ever seen, and a dress shirt untucked. Who is that man? Wait, who was that? I don't know. I, a Dominican. velour suit? <laughs> yeah, velour uh, green velour pants. And a My cousin? No, no, with the hat. No, with the no, hat. no, no. That dude is a legend. <laughs> I'm going to talk about him next. Uh, which No, he had on green with like yellow piping. A uh, white Air Force Ones and a white dress shirt untucked. What? Who was this? You don't remember him? I think this was like the shrimp. That you were <laughs> <talking about. laughs> he was a little bit of a bigger dude. Bigger dude. What? Where? Where was he? Like, where was he sitting? He was sitting. Uh, well, where you're sitting, he was sitting to your left. He showed up a little bit later in the ceremony. Green. Oh, dude, this guy's a legend. I was like, oh yeah, Jigo, black tie, get going. <laughs> and he was. I, he spoke Spanish. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He was Dominican dude, like straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh my he god. He looked a little bit like Big Poppy. Oh, that's my cousin's uh, husband. <laughs> oh, okay, my dude was like, "Oh yeah, it's a black tie. Get out the, get out of fresh air." Yeah, I don't think he got the memo. She may have not given it I to him. It. There was also a guy in a checkerboard fedora, blue suit jacket with a different color like that pink was, lining. That's my cousin Gio. Fingernails painted a little bit older. He was wearing like white snakeskin uh, boots. <laughs> uh, my man, this dude started dancing with my wife, and then he was I forget she knows how to dance like. To Latin music. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they were dancing. And he goes, he said something to her, and then she laughed and came over. And I go, what happened? She goes, uh, you better not be around uh, Dominican men, or you better watch out for Dominican men. Or something. Right, right. I was like, I was just... Oh yeah, Uncle Gio. <laughs> can we not? <laughs> can we not flirt threaten my wife? <laughs> is that impossible? That's just good counsel. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's great advice. That's great advice. Uh, that's my yeah. My cousin Gio. Look, I'm pre- I'm, look. Recent, he got divorced recently. And he turned, and it, he's uh, he's at an eleven. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yo. The older dude, I thought I mean, he was he was by himself and painted his nails. So I was like, who is he? You know what I mean? And you were like, yeah, man, he's never dressed like this or painted his nails until he got divorced. Now he's out here. He danced <laughs> with every woman. It yeah. didn't matter if they were married. He cut in. He cut in on your mother-in-law's face. And danced with your mother. I'm like, this dude is a G, bro. Gio's uh, a legend, bro. Yeah, he's an absolute legend. Okay. Gio uh, gets it, bro. <laughs> so we had a good time. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be posting. Uh, Barry Gunnar said Alexis shed one gangster tea. I wiped that shit off real quick. Oh. <laughs> um, um, I'll, uh, you know, I mean, I'll, uh, in the in the Slack, I'll probably post some uh, some wedding photos. Okay. You know, you join know, join the Patreon. Join the Patreon for the exclusive access. The, the you know the photos that uh, Us Weekly is trying to buy for four million dollars. And we were like, that's not enough. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we going straight to Gully Squad. Yeah, I, you need to Photoshop the shrimp out of this. I do got warrants. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but no, incredible time. So, uh, yeah, I'm really really happy about it. Helene was happy about it as well. Yeah, look. I forgot that. I got a whole I got a whole ass ring, bro. Look at us, this. Dude. Look at this. I mean, look, and I went on a honeymoon. I went to Italy. Didn't uh, lose it. 
Didn't lose the, the ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> My virginity, yes. Uh, I did. That's gone. It's about time. <laughs> uh, and and we should probably talk about this. We didn't even... Your virginity. Let's My talk virginity. About it. <laughs> because, uh, but no, I went to Italy for my honeymoon mm-hmm. and uh, did a little bit of a travel, did a little, little traveling, started in Milan. Yeah, yeah. Went uh, from, uh, you know, from Lake Como, Milan, uh, Napoli, uh, Amalfi Coast, and then ended up at, at Rome. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. But while I, while I was there, the, the United States seemed to be in a, in, in you know, it was, an, it was a, still, it was a pretty bad place, but it was, it was in some decent shape. It started to burn down <laughs> to the ground as you left. <laughs> because, by the way, you're not allowed to leave ever again. <laughs> the United Scotus was like, Chris is <laughs> Let's get it. Okay, the United States is looking as run down as the Coliseum in Rome, bro. <laughs> hey, there's a reference you can make if you've been there this week, my Okay. You know? I'm about to hit you with a lot of Italian references. You know? He's like, this is like ordering polenta in Southern Italy, right, everybody? <laughs> you get it. This guy gets it. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, look, we, uh, I, we should at least address it. Uh, Christian heard uh, the, the, the ruling, uh, the overturn of Roe v. Wade, and he went, moan, I mean, <laughs> maron. <laughs> Mo- Mona, me- the French? I, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> um, but no, it was, uh, yeah, I was there, yeah, on Friday, and I heard the news, and it was, uh, I mean, one of the most devastating, disgusting things I've ever seen. disgusting. I, yeah. Uh, and now they've just brought back praying in schools. Yeah, I heard. So they're working at a, at a rapid clip to bring ni- uh, 1955 back. I, I think it's maybe about 200 years prior to that, <laughs> yeah, dude. They uh, are really, they're going, they're basically saying, like if it, if it wasn't written day one of the constitution we don't know about it you yeah. know what we're all slaves again Clarence <laughs> Thomas <laughs> just bro my marriage might be your marriage might be <laughs> bro, by the end of the year it is uh, uh, an absolute travesty I mean it, I mean it's beyond uh, upsetting obviously what what this does for, for women's it's rights human upsetting. rights I'm yeah, not even it, upset I'm disgusted by it it's embarrassing you know how I, wild embarrassing when Ireland is further ahead of you bro you fuck I up. just came from the Vatican, dude. I was at the. Like, Va- Yo, what are they, <laughs> what are they doing out there? It's, they're uh, saying in our book. <laughs> it's um, yeah. Look, uh, you know, on, on a serious note, it is. I mean, there's no other way to feel. I mean, look, I, wherever you stand or whatever, like you know where you know where you know where we stand uh-huh. uh, uh, when it comes to this stuff, and it is on the correct side of history. That's yeah, dude. Stand. I mean, it is. Uh, you know, you you hear all these stories, uh, especially about. Uh, I was in in Pompeii. Mm-hmm. I was in Pompeii, and and you see the. So you saw what America is going to look like in ten years. <laughs> it's, a, it's a glimpse into the future. You're like, oh, okay, we need to get a carbon dioxide alarm. Pompeii had like, uh, you know, you see all the old homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's if you have if you've never been, it's unbelievably preserved. I mean, these homes are from like the first century. Yeah. Um, and and and, and you just start thinking about like the, the people in these homes in these buildings uh, taking a nap, or, taking a nap, living their lives. And Just stuff like, like that. Hey, hey, what's this on my foot? Next thing yeah. you know, you're gone. And and uh, when I was in in Lake Como, I went to this uh, villa, uh, like that's now like a museum, mm-hmm. and it was it was like you know wealthy wealthy people, wealthy Romans, and right. all this other stuff. And uh, and it was talking about this woman. It was it was uh, Villa. Carlota, that was the name of the villa. And uh, it was like passed down to her. And she was this wealthy woman. And she uh, had four children. And and I saw the, the last, she, she died during childbirth. In, and she was probably like 32 years old or something like that. And it's like, okay, in that time, there was just no way to to know that maybe this pregnancy would would take her life or, or, right. or, or, or could take the child's life or, or whatever. 
everything. If you got a cut on your hand, it's just like it's just you know they, they didn't know. There is just clearly so much risk and danger to right. giving birth that the idea, uh, where in a modern world where we are, that you would remove the option for women to not have to go through that if they didn't want to is absolutely absurd. It is no, disgusting. Given the, the, the risk that women take that we do not and, and, and to say like, no, you have to go through that. These are the same motherfuckers that were saying, yo, don't make me take a vaccine if I don't want to or a boop boop. Right? It's YouTube. <laughs> don't make me take a, a boop boop if I don't want to. Now they're saying, no, no, no. If Even if you're going to die, even if someone put this baby in you without you asking, you now have to have it. That Think about how disgusting that is. Just honestly, if you voted for that side of it, I don't care if uh, SCOTUS is watching. Uh, <laughs> Bro, listening. this is the a message directly. <laughs> Yo, Clarence, dog, you, you trash, dog. You and your wife, trash. Gorsuch, this is for Yo. you. You better open your ears, you bro. You Gorsuch this dick, my dude. <laughs> sure, whatever that means. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> there it is. You got got. Ah. <laughs> Damn, nobody coming. And you know what, though? You know what, though? You no longer... Uh, don't stop asking to be a guest on this podcast. You're not <laughs> welcome. It. Okay? You're not welcome. We're going to be forwarding your emails to Planned Parenthood. <laughs> BFC <laughs> man said he went to Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one of those books, don't look over there. That's Bombay. You out here in Bombay, my dude. It's one dude. <laughs> uh, my goodness. So, uh, look... You know, for everybody, look, I, I think the next uh, either a couple years or whatever, however this battle, uh, however long this battle has to go, uh, you know. Good luck. I'm moving to Europe. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all fight that good fight. My family left Cuba when shit got hot. I'm leaving America and shit gets hot. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try to fight the good fight and, and support as much as I can. Uh, but no, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's horrible. I, and look, and, and it's, uh, that's all, that's all. All I've been thinking about uh, the last few days. I'm like, Barry Gunnar said, Christian comes back and the show gets serious. Again. <laughs> yeah, it was a wild time for those two weeks you were in here. Not a lot got, not a lot got covered. Yeah, look, I, I was, uh, I didn't listen to the uh, most of the episode. I caught clips in uh, here and there, but the 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 only one I was genuinely concerned about was just like the the PK Gavi one, where I was just like, all right, I, I, this is Alexis. I don't even understand what I don't even want. I don't even know what joke he's trying to make. I, how old is this man? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the point. <laughs> I was like, we don't need someone in here putting bumpers up. <laughs> oh, the joke has to make sense, and it can't just be about looking at a dick. You know what I mean? Uh, speaking of looking at dicks, it, I was in Pompeii, and Pompeii has this very strange... Uh, you've never been there, right? No, I have oh, not. Pompe- okay, so apparently in Rome, in ancient Rome, um, penises were a sign of good luck. Did you know this? No. So the people would draw penises everywhere, and that would be like a sign that this either block or village is blessed. Mm. So then, (laughs) (laughs) so then people, so people would. This is we'll get to the soccer or football in a moment, everybody. But this is obviously a little bit of the Alexis. We're talking about we're talking about Syria. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Um, but there would be. 
uh, so outside of the home, and these are these homes are preserved. I mean, they're clearly they're yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very old. But there's a dong on the outside. There's a dong like where where you know how um, Jews have a mezuzah yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would put a penis, like a drawing of a penis that an eight year old would make in class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put that right on the bang on the hey, door. Yo, when I started doing graffiti, <laughs> that was the first thing we did. We would draw like dicks. Yeah, cock and balls. Cock yeah. and balls. The, the two circles. Boom. I'm yeah. like, yo, it's been it's been around for a long yeah, time yeah, dude. or or they were smart and they saw visions of spaceships <laughs> so the guy that we have this guy francesco great guy mm-hmm. he was a, a, a one of my favorite guy out of all the tours i took while i was there he was like uh he's like a silly guy like a dad joke hey, uh, laugh, I like this guy. laugh at his own jokes yeah. kind of guy right. you, you got know, an alexis and, and this guy this guy said mamma mia Probably about four thousand times in this. this tour. I'm not even exaggerating. Never got old to him. He bro. said he, these are the two words he said all the time. He said "fantastico," "mamma mia." Like every time we saw a Dick, he'd be like, "Look at this, fantastico!" Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but he would be so happy to display. He'd be like, "Hey, look at this. There's another one." Uh, and I, I, uh, I were took, they were they like super long? No, heavy no, in the ballpark. No, I mean, look, they they looked as as bad as uh, you know. 2,000 year old penis would look like. I mean, if you think of, you know, the artwork... Two thousand years ago, I mean, there were there were only a couple goats. You know what I mean? They right. weren't they weren't. We didn't have yeah. uh, some of the Basquiat. Really, we didn't have Basquiat back then. You know, Picasso wasn't walking <laughs> around hitting. Leonardo da Vinci wasn't hitting. <laughs> hey, guys, look at this it's big dong. Symmetrical. <laughs> uh, some were larger than others, but none none of them were. La- what I've always wanted to talk none, about on this podcast. None of them were larger than about uh, I don't know a foot. I would say a foot okay. and a half. They weren't, they weren't, it wasn't too crazy. But you know, like the statue of David, everyone says like, how come these old statues, they all got like tiny dungs? Yeah. Because apparently that was a sign of like intelligence. The longer you're the dick on a statue, the more like barbaric the person would have been. Okay. Imagery, imagery wise. Sure, sure. Oh, look at you. You're an intellect. <laughs> you know I mean? Jesus Christ. I mean, I should be a Mensa. I mean, this kid, dude. He's a goddamn, you should have a graduation cap on the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it was so, and that was another thing around Italy. You would see, uh, and I saw this in, in Naples, I saw this in Rome. Uh, they, there were um, aprons. They, they, I don't know if you ever seen the aprons at like all these like little shops, uh-huh. and it would be a naked dude with a massive wang, like a picture <laughs> of a like, but a so real it picture. Like a guy holding right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't always sunny in Philadelphia. So I did not know that penises were this popular in Italy. Yeah, well, it's Italy. Okay, <laughs> I mean, just saying. You, know. uh, you learn something every day, uh, and uh, but it just goes to show just how weird in our country is. We're like, God forbid you show even a, you know, a woman's chest. Meanwhile, no, they yeah. got dongs on their houses. Bro, yeah, it is. Maybe that's where the term ding dong comes from. <laughs> <laughs> ding dong ditch? Yeah. You gotta- <laughs> hey, slow down. No reason to ditch. The, hit so, the like button if this is what you expect. Please hit the like button. We have- <laughs> um, the last thing I'll say about Italy and uh, maybe we'll, we- <laughs> Christopher Appleby, who changed his name back from Christopher Appleby, <laughs> uh, said there's nothing like showing up in the middle of a cooligan street. <laughs> This is exactly what everyone expects. <laughs> so, the, uh, uh, where was it? You hit him in the penis. Okay, so obviously. That means that's how you knock on the door. <laughs> that's you bring, you bring that. <laughs> The knocker. That was used to be balls, dude. <laughs> so, the um, uh, the last thing I'll say, uh, and we're, we're going to do a no cap recap uh, this weekend, and we'll, uh, we'll, you know, we'll go into more detail, uh, mm-hmm. especially. Um, but 
I made a huge mistake. This is the, my one regret. Uh huh. In uh, in Italy, what? and this is this is uh, my my soccer, my calcio error, my calcio mistake. So, well, I went to Milan. You got a red card. <laughs> this is your red card right here. I uh, I you know I I double I, I two footed Maradona. I really made a huge mistake. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Uh, went to Milan. I went from Lake Como to Milan. We stayed in Milan for for uh, for two nights. It was lovely. The, uh, the well, on, we took the train from uh, Milan to Napoli, and it was uh, what like four hours? It's like four hours. Bullet train, lovely. I mean, it's another just shining example of how the U.S. Completely- what infrastructure it looks like. <laughs> it was just so easy to get oh, around. You took the Amtrak from Boston <laughs> to D.C. You're like, I, saw no- I was scared for my life. <laughs> so I uh, took the train, and um, when I was in Milan... Uh, on the on the way to the uh, train, what I wore to the train was uh, an AC Milan kit. Oof! I wanted, I was just like, all right, this is a nice shirt. I'm in Milan. Let me wear my AC Milan kit. Oof. Then my then my brother got me when he was in Italy years ago. Right. Uh, I'm not. And I'm an AC Milan fan. I just wore the kit. Everybody was like, nice kit. Blah blah blah. Uh, and got on the train. Not think I was tired. You know, I was still kind of jet lagged. Get on get the train. Out of Napoli, there's just people holding knives. <laughs> get out. They heard <laughs> as you pass Rome. They heard you were coming. I get out in Napoli wearing this AC Milan. For those of you who don't know, Napoli is like gutter. It's like hardcore. It's uh, everybody. You were saying that to me. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it is. It is. Um, a little bit. Look, I'll say it's a little. Uh, more. You know, it's, it's working got, class than Milan. Nor- it's got Nork vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, and but I respect it. I, it's definitely. It was a place, uh, the place in Italy that I went to that I was like, and I even texted her. I was like, "Yo, I got to come back here. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like feels like real Italy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to the posh Milan or whatever. Right. Milan is there, like you know, like uh, Fifth Ave. Right, right. It's a fashion capital. So get out! I get out in, uh, <laughs> in Napoli. Not, I'm not even. Re- I'm so tired. I don't even remember that I'm what I'm wearing. You're like these people seem friendly. <laughs> They're all staring at me. I love your language. <laughs> <laughs> the spitting at my feet, I don't get, but everything else seems pretty. Well but I, I, I get out. And I'm like, initially, I'm like looking uh, to take the trains. The trains are are pretty accessible there. So I'm like, oh, it it was a little bit difficult. There was only only like a bus to go to our hotel. So I was like, let's take a cab. Get to the, the cab line. And immediately. That's where, you knew that's where it was going to go off. And cab drivers? The cab drivers. Skin with you. <laughs> the ca- literally, in Napoli, all the cab drivers, they do like a, they have a system where they, there's no like person that works for the train station that directs all the all the passengers to a taxi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like one of the taxi drivers gets out and it's like, then he does the job and he directs everybody. But this time it was like maybe six guys. I get up to the front of the line the guys are just like, what are you wearing? I mean, like, they don't even speak English. And they're like, what are you, what is this? Yeah. They're just so mad at me yeah. that I'm wearing this AC Milan kit. It's real. This is real shit. I'm like, and and I'm not even exaggerating. Like, it, it's it's not like mad like I'm in danger, but mad like, why would you do this to yeah, us? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> why would you do this? But people are going to see you in my car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. So as soon as I get there, first guy, he... Uh, shows his uh, his his uh, his uh, muscle like he shows his uh, a bicep, and, and it says like eighteen whatever blue and then and all that. <laughs> now nah, then another guy is like shows me his leg. All the cab drivers showing me there's uh, like bullet holes, <laughs> and you're like yeah 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 yeah. And so then, we're walking to this. Uh, I, I asked. The, I'm asking the guy. I'm like, oh, I need to go to this hotel. He's like, 
I mean, it was like none of them wanted my money. Yeah. They, none of them wanted to take me. It's like dressing like the owners of PSG in Alabama. You know what I'm talking about? Like that, the white. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know I mean? <laughs> like a chic like, or whatever. I, look, you seem like a nice guy, but I can't have you in my car. What's everyone else going to say? You Jake, know what I'm talking about? J.K. said, Napoli, the Nork of Italy. Let's uh, go. I've been saying that forever. <laughs> they were going to say, Christian almost swam with the fishes. Uh, yeah, so this then the, this one dude finally agreed to take me. <laughs> Christian almost swam with the fish. <laughs> he, he goes, he finally agreed to take me. He's like, all right, fine, fine. And then uh, I, he, I go put my <laughs> luggage in the car. He shows me the, he has a bumper sticker. It says Napoli on it. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 uh, we finally get in. And then before he gets in, he's like, um, it's gonna be uh, five. It's gonna be twenty five. It's normally like fifteen euro. He's like, it's gonna be twenty five euro because you're wearing that shirt. And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, at this point, I just need to get. And that's not even. <laughs> not even arguing with you. I don't want no problems. Like, <laughs> at this point, I'm kidnapped by this guy. Um, and then I get in. He uh, Put the blanket over you. <laughs> he's like, you're not gonna see your wife. <laughs> you take that shirt off. Uh, in uh, on the dash. Just Maradona stickers all over. Yeah. And you see that? He goes, he points at the thing. He's like, you see that? Dio. Yeah. Dio. Dio. He keeps going. And I'm she like. She said, that's my podcast host dad. <laughs> so, so I'm just like, yeah, I know. I'm like, look, I'm not an AC Milan fan. And, and I'm trying to explain to him. And uh, Does he understand a little bit of English? He understands a little bit. Like, I would say most of the cab drivers kind of. that. Pre- I would say pretty much everybody had a pretty good working yeah. grasp of, of English. Yeah. Right? It wasn't that difficult uh, to get around. And knowing Spanish. Not like Japan at all. No, 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 not at so, all. Like, we've never heard this they, Some people um, spoke Spanish. Even at the Vatican, I met a Dominican dude. I met a Dominican dude at the Vatican. Spoke. He lived. He's lived in Italy for 15 years. He he spoke English, Spanish, uh, French, Italian, Portuguese, German, and Polish. You met a Dominican spy, bro. <laughs> bro <laughs> this dude. This dude was like straight up tigre, like yeah. tight clothes, the whole thing, silk shirt, and the most like eloquently, like just spoke every language. I saw him speaking to all these different people because they were trying to he was like a tour guide yeah and and he was explaining to people how to get places I, it was unbelievable so the dominican cadence is very similar to like southern italian too so that probably works okay uh you know how like southern italian nah, 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 nah. it's a right. sing song yeah it was it was unbelievable so uh so yeah so the dude i gotta meet a dominican who <laughs> speaks german <laughs> i gotta do it so the dude um fi- finally like again he didn't speak english very well but at, when he dropped us off at the hotel he uh i took off uh uh, I, I have, I'm sure I'm telling him like, hey, look, when I get here, I'm I'm not wearing this shirt. I'm taking it off. And he in fluent English, he goes, burn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what an experience in Italy should have been. Yeah, that yeah. that was the realest moment yeah. uh, I experienced. What there. was Helene thinking this whole time? She was a little nervous laughter. No, <laughs> she, she, I mean because she doesn't like she didn't understand Italian as much as I did. Right. Like, uh, not that I understand, much, but I speak Spanish. I can. I understood the vibe that the dude was giving off. Yeah. Tones changed. <laughs> she, yeah. she was more concerned. Like, why is he charging us ten dollars more? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that was her. Because we're we're showing up alive. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. I got you a gift, actually. No. From from Napoli. Oh, I didn't get you a gift from the <laughs> from the country burning. <laughs> uh, but look at this. I got. Oh my dad. 
bad. These are uh, Maradona socks. Look at this. <laughs> Maradona was, uh, and it says uh, uh, Dios, Dios with, with the, the 10 in, in the middle. I mean, look, this the dude, there was Maradona merch, I mean, absolutely everywhere. I, I mean, I I know that he is a, a legend. Right. Uh, and I've seen it, you know, from the documentary and it, like the stuff from but Argentina. But being there, the dude, I mean, this man is still alive. I mean, yeah. alive and well. He is doing just fine. That is so dope. Have you been to San Genopoli, the uh, restaurant on uh, on Houston? No. It's it's owned by a guy from Naples. It's a pizza place. And literally, the, the waiters wear number 10 shirts. They had Napoli kits, like okay. uh, T-shirts. There's Maradona everywhere. There's Maradona kits everywhere. Like I think he has every kit, Sevilla, all of them. Every one that he's ever worn, he has up. It's absolutely crazy, but it gives you an idea of like what Naples is actually like. Totally, totally. Uh, but I loved it. I think yeah, Italy thank you, was great. I, I can't wait to be back. It was. Uh, I, I had a great time. Maybe uh, to catch a maybe a Serie A game. Go, now I want to go to a Napoli game. I want to. I want to see these guys. Look at this. Football was born in the late 18th century and is currently the most popular sport in most countries of the world. One of the most important figures in football history for his talent and personality, that's a great way to put it, is <laughs> certainly Diego uh, Armando Maradona, El Piba de Oro, uh, who, was o- who always has been number 10 the number 10 strongest in the world. That was a weird sentence. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay. Beautiful. All right. So let's uh, let's get to, now that we've recapped right. uh, my trip. A um, hefty 35 minutes into our show. <laughs> let's talk about football. Let's, uh, obviously, what, should we start with Gareth Bale? So uh, did you think, obviously, Gareth Bale signs with LAFC. Wow. Uh, wild. Uh, somebody put this up. Uh, Auro Football, the, uh, the Cuban dude who uh, is a uh, like a soccer streamer, uh-huh. he put this up. Uh, he put a picture up of Gareth Bale with a golf bag, and he said, uh, people might not know this, but Los Angeles has the highest uh, concentration of golf course per capita, mm. Southern California, than anywhere else in the United States, mm. which I was like, wow, shots fired. <laughs> For a Cuban guy who keeps it mostly positive, this is real shots fired at Gareth Bale. But, uh, you know, I, even on the thumbnail, I chose a picture of him playing golf because that's kind of what everyone assumes he's going for. We talked about how uh, Chiellini might not be able to handle the travel and the, you know, the heat that's asked of you to handle at a place like uh, like in Los uh, in MLS. How do you think Gareth Bale's going to do? I think he is. Um, first of all, I'm wondering where he's going to play, because it seems like um, Carlos Vela and him play in pretty much the same position at right wing. Um, so you, you don't think it's going to be wherever Gareth Bale wants? He's not a DP though, so Carlos Vela is still the no, no. But, this but team. Gareth Bale has to. The only reason he's going to LAFC is because he knows he's going to get playing time. Yeah, well, no, that's not the only reason. No, no, I'm just saying. But that that's a huge factor. They could have made him. They could have made him part owner. He wouldn't go into Minnesota United. <laughs> he wouldn't go into FC Cincinnati. You know what I mean? I think no disrespect. <laughs> I think he is. Um, I, I I'd be shocked if he didn't do well. That, that's, that's that's my honest feeling. But is he gonna care? Look, he's he's. We're gonna actually see him play. That'll be. That, 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 he didn't have that luxury but at Real Madrid. Is he going to care? I think so. I, I think so. I think he he stayed around at Real Madrid. Maybe because of the money, he had no reason to want to leave. He U.S. He went on loan to Tottenham. They were playing chicken. Yeah, he yeah. went to Tottenham. He did all right. I mean. 
you know, tried his best out there. I don't like, Would you say that he didn't care while he was on loan at Tottenham? There were times there, like when he did the interview, that he was like, yeah, so I'm, I'm here and I'm glad to be back for a little bit. And then I can't wait to get back to Real Madrid. There were times where... I looked at it and I said, it doesn't feel like the kid's home. You know what I mean? It feels like right. he's stopping by. Right. Um, it's like, you know, your son stopped by to do laundry. He ain't really here. He forgot it's your birthday. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, like I said, I think I'd be surprised if he didn't do well. I saw there was somebody. Um, oh, where am I forgetting his name? Uh, the, the, he, he works in, in soccer, but uh, apologies. I can't remember his name. But he basically said it'd be hilarious if Gareth Bale uh, does terribly in MLS, but then knocks out the U.S. in the World Cup. Yeah, that was uh, Zach, <laughs> Zach Goldman. Z- uh, Zach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, super funny. Uh, but I do think yeah, it, I, it would be. I think it would be quite a shock if he does not do well, and especially on a team that's already very good. I don't think he's going to ruin uh, LAFC. I wonder where he's going to play. I think. Uh, uh, um, What's your over under on uh, goals and assists? Look, he, which will be asked of him. Yes, yes. I think I'm interested to see what happens on uh, on free kicks. Yeah, who if takes Carlos them? Vela is pretty skilled at them. Yeah, uh, but you got to go with you got to go with Bale. I mean, that's that's uh, the last couple. Does Carlos Vela care? You know what I mean? He'd be like, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Vela's in the middle of uh, figuring out his uh, situation. I think he's going to be signing a new deal uh, soon with LAFC. But I was saying before, the uh, he. Avella played uh, over the weekend. He played at striker, uh, and uh, Alpoku played at right wing. So I'm assuming that'll be wh- the, yeah. You got to move the situation. You got to move. Uh, you got to move Ella to the number nine. You have to right. Which I don't know. I don't think is his best spot. But at least he's on the pitch. Right, right, right. So and, and also Gareth Bale, he's better at striker than Gareth Bale would be at striker. I agree. So they're you're both gonna get the max out of the two of them by putting them in that situation. And also Carlos Vela will be able to glide a little bit to the right and still be able to use his left foot to maximum. Yeah, yeah. So that and I think that's gonna be the uh, what you I've said played, uh, when I've played uh FIFA as LAFC, I always move Carlos Vela to striker and I put Latif Blessing at the right. Because okay. I feel like he gives me a bit more, a bit more pace on the right side. Okay, and this is, I'm sure this is what Steve Trondolo is doing. <laughs> called me and he was like, "Yo, dude, <laughs> where you playing him in FIFA? How would you?" <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you asked, um, Stefan. <laughs> so, so, so this is the uh, you know, um, Bale. We're gonna say, yeah, Bale's not even taking a DP spot. I mean, Chiellini, they get Chiellini, they get and Gareth Bale, Bale, and not neither. Neither one of, of them are designated DP. players. And for anybody who doesn't not doesn't know what a designated player is, we got our own rules here in Major League Soccer. I yeah. think we work a little bit different. Again, we advance the rules of the sport. <laughs> <laughs> you guys created. Okay. Um, so, but the, the, this still gives the opportunity for LAFC to get another huge signing right. in a designated player, which would be amazing. But but Gareth Bale's uh, specific role there, I think it's it's two things. I think it's it's obviously for what goals and assists. He has what he's going to have six months uh, with LAFC. His deal is for what a, a year and a the half. Rest of the year. I oh, just the rest of the. Year. I thought it was just the rest of the. Year. I don't know how long it's for but if it's just for the rest of the year you would expect at 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 least um i would expect seven to eight goals from uh from bale and and 
probably around the same, somewhere around the same. I think seven and seven. That's a strong half a year. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, for for his quality. More than three goals and five assists, be shocked. He's thirty two, but the dude hasn't. He's played like six games in five years. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) dude is. He's well rested. (laughs) Yeah, he's totally fine. Yeah. Um. So I expect golf doesn't take it out of yet. That's really most of his physical activity has been golf and training. Right. Right. Unless you're like Tiger Woods and take a steroids. Hey, everybody. He loves a good pill, you know. What's uh, what's that's a lot of allocation money. How many gully bucks do you think it would be? About seventeen billion. Uh, uh, Christian, imagine your Everton escaping relegation only to be able to sign winks. <laughs> okay, I'll wink at that. Uh, look, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll get to Everton's transfer uh, saga and Arsenal as well because yeah. uh, Arsenal did uh, doing good business. <laughs> it's early, early. Is it? I don't. What's early? Not old Arsenal would be like the day before the window closes. Um, yeah, Arsenal, uh, uh, Fabrizio Romano announced. We got a here we go, which is about as. That's it. You want to here we go. You, you get does it. That not, does that not feel official now? You know what I mean? It, Do we it, need the club to have a picture of them holding the kit? The, Once you get a here we go. Fabrizio Romano is the, uh, you know, like you, you, that's the, the, the social media teams go through Fabrizio. Even other people tweet, here we go. Yeah, it's become. Like as a Fabrizio Can he trademark said, that? Is that a, it's not trademarkable. Like the guy who's like, let's get ready to. That right, guy? right. Can, <laughs> it, is Fabrizio at that yeah. point where when you hear here we go, that you think of him? Like uh, like Paris Hilton got went did the that's hot remember I did not know and she did trademark that I and did like not so know all that. the merch uh, so stuff like that but it, it happens once you you have a saying that's popular enough and everybody knows yeah that if it's, it's your you. catchphrase you should be able to right all right yeah so uh, fab I mean just so putting you know, it out should there. we trademark getting here fuck around a little bit <laughs> get in here and fuck around a little bit because everybody's using it and whenever <laughs> when somebody says it and they and they're not you know paying us a, right. a small royalty if we had had this we'd have like seven <laughs> eight dollars right now <laughs> you all know it right you okay. were talking about it you talk about it amongst yourselves Fabrizio is starting to lose credibility he's recycling information Set. What? Who said that? This is in England. And that's Eagle Eye football. This is what happens in England. They don't want someone else shining. <laughs> Fabrizio Romano's Italian, right? Yeah. They don't want him shining, so they start chipping away. <laughs> this is what they do. I'm ruining his credibility. First of all, he's always repeated what other people, and he tags them. Gareth Bale, he tagged uh, Tom Bogart. Bogart? Oh, bo- yeah, yeah. When I, yeah, if somebody else... You uh, should have changed his name to Bogart, now that I think about it, bro. <laughs> like Humphrey? Like Humph? <laughs> uh, okay. The, um, but so, let, real quick. Um, Arsenal, we know uh, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, he, we, the announcement should be coming any day now. Uh, the first announcement was Fabio Vieira, uh, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I watched him since the announcement. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you, that. based on YouTube, I don't know that. <laughs> based on YouTube, he's looking good. Also got the, he's a, he's a F Vieira. So, I, I mean, a P. He's Pablo. Pablo Vieira? Pablo Vieira. We don't. <laughs> he's a P Vieira. Spelled exactly the same way as Patrick Vieira. I'm down for it. Uh, then, of course, our homie. Or legitimately our homie. Very much so. Bro, someone we can text right now plays for Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, pretty surreal that we've gotten this far. And you know what I love? In the welcome video, they put him in Arsenal kits throughout his life. Because the dude is a gooner. 
Yes, he, he is. Uh, um, th- that video um, of that that's obviously been going around. Right. The the um, the one of his last game for the New England Revolution. We're talking about Matt Turner, goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, Matt Turner, uh, goalkeeper for Arsenal for the, the pride Ars- of Northern New Jersey. Okay. Tell a hand gang. <laughs> so let's go. Uh, pride of Park Ridge. That's where I live. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, two things are proud of now. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, uh, what you call it when the, his last game for the Revolution. Remember right, he was they did a little goodbye. He was uh, he was autographed. Graphing mm-hmm. uh, uh, shirts for people, yeah, the skirt on a on a uh, on a Tottenham fan. There was a young lady wearing yeah. uh, a Tottenham kit asking. Uh, she goes, "Oh, why not?" Like she was like, "Oh, why?" Like she was sweet, and he goes, "That's disgusting." <laughs> my man, I told you, yo, my guy was just waiting for the big check to reveal <laughs> his true jerseyness. You feel me? My man hit him with the "That's disgusting," bro. Would not sign. It was his own kit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was a Tottenham fan holding yeah. it. I can't be seen. You can't have this autograph, dog. In fact, stop touching my jersey. <laughs> you getting Tottenham all over. Yo, I'm going to talk to the ticket agent that sold you a ticket to this game because <laughs> uh-huh. they shouldn't have allowed you in here. Bro, <laughs> don't put Spursy all over my jersey. <laughs> and it rhymes. Uh, here's the... Uh, he, I mean, people saw it. I mean, like three weeks ago. Just having it up there. Him uh, saying... no. I mean, look, it's this is pretty... This is pretty badass for someone to to, to do this. Uh, this isn't badass. I think this is the appropriate energy you want if, <laughs> for all the. I think this is also uh, New England Revolution's first uh, reel to get like I think like three million views. Okay, but uh, so shouts to uh, Willie who who does all their social media. But this is what you want to see as an Arsenal fan. You're like, oh, this dude is for real, Laguna. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite impressive. Cause I, and I wonder if he would have signed it. If he would have signed it, do you think that the 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 talk is or you know under the comments of this uh, uh, of his announcement? Do you think that you see this video with him signing this kit uh, for this Tottenham fan, and then people being like, oh, he's not really blah blah blah? You think that would be uh, a thing? No, I because I don't think this would have made the rounds. Okay, you know what I mean? I think this made the rounds because he denied the autograph. Sure, sure. But I think that's also that's who he is. Yeah. If I was put in this position where Arsenal was buying me, and what a terrible situation that means they're in, uh, I would do the exact same thing even before, even before that. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I, when we hosted the um, the NYC Footy tournament, I shit on uh, the one dude wearing the Tottenham kit like four times. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. It's just what we do. Yeah. Look, it's being an Arsenal fan. Uh, this is this is it. Just seems to be part of it. I you mean, have beef with Tottenham. <laughs> There's no other. You know the story about Patrick Vieira, right? He came, uh, so uh, Arsene Wenger called him and said, I need you to be a part of the team. And he said, wherever you go, I'll follow. Obviously, they said that in French. He didn't understand English, right? Yeah. So he gets to the club. The club situates him with a house, a car. Like, they tell him, like, here's where you want to live, this area. Here's the, here are the, the cars you can have that, you know, are good to own in England or whatever. Uh, and they give him a tutor. They give him a tutor to teach him how to speak English. This is the head of Tottenham, at the, t- the head of Arsenal at the time, mm-hmm. uh, revealed this story. A couple of weeks later, he goes down there and he, uh, he goes to the locker room and he sees Patrick and he says, hey, uh, how are you doing with your in, in French? He says, how are you doing with your English? And he said in French, it's very good. I've learned I've learned my first words already. And he goes, oh, what did you learn? And he goes, Tottenham are shit. That was the first thing he learned I mean, in it's, English. It is like a baby's first words. <laughs> I mean, if I could, I don't have a kid, but if they said that, I'd be like, I'd hold him up like, 
Simba forever. <laughs> That's what you want as an Arsenal fan. Yeah. Uh, so look, it, it's um, I'm also. Did you see the video where he showed up and he's talking to Frimpong? Frimpong already did a video with him. I did and not. He's like, "Oh, what's up, Frimmy?" And Frimpong was like, "Oh, you watch?" And look at that. And he's like, "Yeah, I've seen a couple things." No, nah, dude, you're gonna see Matt Turner on Arsenal Fan TV soon. Let's go. Just talking <laughs> mad shit. <laughs> it's gonna be great. He's gonna fit in quite nicely. Now, nah, super happy for him. And, and uh, you know, when we when we had Matt Turner on the show, you can go back to old podcasts. Just look up Matt Turner uh, and the Cooligans. Uh, and he did our show. He, you know, it, it's it was he was like one of our first guests uh, at the beginning of yeah. the pandemic. Uh, he was super down to earth, super cool, super cool. And then and then every time we we saw him at the MLS All Star Game, uh, just shows love all the time. Just a really really good dude. And it, it's just great, you know. If you don't know his story, he like literally didn't start playing uh, soccer or football till till he was like sixteen. Yeah, he was like a baseball sport. player, and then then got into it and and a total late bloomer. And and for him to, to also really good at basketball, which you could see in his ability to sort of make some of those like really theatrical dives uh, yeah. at saves. You know, the guy played a lot of other American sports, so his hand-eye coordination is at a different level than probably most goalkeepers you'll find. His agility is at a different level because he didn't start to sort of develop as a goalkeeper until, like you said, he was 16, 17 years old. Yeah, uh, so so happy for him, man. I wish to him To go all- from Park Ridge, New Jersey, which, you know, no one, I never heard of it until he moved there. <laughs> you know, to go from, that's dead ass. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I was like, I think they lie to you, dog. You don't live in Jersey. <laughs> to go from Park Ridge, as a kid, all the way to Arsenal, his favorite club. Think about that rise. Shouts to Matt Turner. That's got to be. A yeah. Um, and now the question is, do you think he unseats Ram? Uh, so there's a lot of conversation amongst Arsenal fans that after uh, Aaron Ramsdale came back from his injury, he wasn't the same keeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leno looks like he's gone. I don't know if that deal's finalized. No, it's not. But um, looks like Matt Turner, even if that's not the case, will be the number two. Mm-hmm. I can see. I can. First of all, he's going to get a lot of starts, Carabao Cup, things like that. This isn't the first American to. No, obviously he's not the first American or USMNT players. This is the first USMNT player to play for Arsenal. This is only the second American ever to play for the uh, men's national team. I'm sorry to play for, for Arsenal. For Arsenal. I actually had lunch with the first the other day. Danny Carbasiun was in town. Oh, yeah. I now hang out with Danny <laughs> You know how crazy that is? Our lives have taken very strange what turns. What a wild turn. Dude, I, I, the whole time I was like, dude, I didn't realize we went to this dope bar. He was staying downtown, and it was like kind of in an area. There's not a lot going on. He was mm-hmm. like, yo, let's have lunch. And I was like, I can't believe he asked me. And I was like, oh, my God. All right. I'm going to have to hide my boner. Um, <laughs> uh, which we call it. So I, I find a place that's kind of nice, but it has like like regular food. Like it's good food uh but it's like a really high-end burger they got like you know house made tots it's like really high-end food they had a fried skate sandwich which is so dope um really incredible uh great place but it was like a good bar and i was like i don't know if this guy's he's in england now i don't know if he wants to drink at noon you know what i mean if he wants to pound beers at noon because <laughs> everyone in england has a drinking problem so maybe he's developed that sorry english person who just stared at me uh, <laughs> y'all don't see it as a drinking problem the rest of the world does uh so and honestly that's that's the rest the world's problem. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you why are you the vibes? Why going? are you misdiagnosing us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, I hit up this bar. I'm like, yo, it's great food. He goes, I just don't want. He goes, I just don't want to eat like American like style, like too much. Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, of course not. I was like, in fact. The fried skate sounds good. The burger I know is great. Why don't we go half and half? He's like, all right. I go, also, we'll take the crudite plate. We'll take the salad. We'll take the tots. We'll take the, a bunch of sides. He's like, what? I go, what? No, no, no. It's like two of them are salad, two of them are vegetables. Everything else is deep fried. And he's just like, my God, we're eating the whole time. The whole time I'm like, hey, you know what you should do right now? Dude? You should totally FaceTime Arson. 
It's like, yo, just FaceTime Arson. And I didn't realize this. There was like a British, like a nice, super posh British family mm-hmm. meeting the daughter's American boyfriend for the first time. And I kept saying, yo, FaceTime Arson, FaceTime Arson. And I'm not saying banger. I'm saying arson. And I pull up a video. I go, oh, look at the food. Danny Carbazzi and blah, 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 blah. I go, yo, yo, real quick. FaceTime arson banger. And the dad goes, I knew it. He said it. So when I stopped video, he was like, I was like, what's going on? He's like, do you, he's like, do you work for Arsenal football club? And uh, I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I neither does he. We're just joking around. He goes, oh, okay. And he just went back to his conversation. I was like, oh shit. What other, what other arson? Is it arson Jones? I also said (laughs) banger. No, no. Arson Theodore Vanger. He's my accountant. (laughs) Good guy. I give you his card if you want. No, no, no. You, you misheard me. I said Barson. So uh, look, Jamal said that no chance in hell. Uh, no chance in hell and heaven. Oh, man. He's bringing he both sides. Ramsdale. He- I, look, all I'm going to say is I think Aaron Ramsdale should be our number one. I love him. I think he's incredible. But I can see. I can see it. That's the thing. The one thing I would say is when it comes to the 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 goalkeeper crazeability rankings, yeah. you know, when it you know, goalkeepers just are built a little bit different. They're maniacs. Aaron Ramsdale is high on that list of of all Premier League goalkeepers. One of the most rambunctious, flamboyant. But also, like, his vibes are so different than everyone else's. Like, yeah. he wants to be like, woo, he has to mix it up with the fans, you know what I mean? He's just an intense guy that Did I... Did you see the one, what is it? I think it was the championship playoff. I forgot where it was. Oh, no, no, no. This was uh, Australia versus Peru. Oh, yeah. Goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. yeah, Peruvian goalkeeper took a swig of his water and looked down and he saw his... Pulpo. Pulpo, yeah. Pulpo. He saw his information. He put it down. The Australian goalkeeper, who apparently that was his first start. He's not the... No, no, no. He wasn't... He didn't... He was subbed before penalties to... That's what it was. Okay. I knew he wasn't like the regular. Yeah. He saw that threw it into the stands and just <laughs> as he walked by. The vibes, dude. Bro. That's, that's Aaron Ramsdale. That's the Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, Aaron Ramsdale school of penalty kicks. 100%. <laughs> he watched a couple Aaron Ramsdale training And videos. the dude was dancing. Remember, he was dancing in goal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, a, it was because of the dancing I wanted Australia to lose. It shot, you know, uh, you know, props to Ellie Menjum. Ellie Menjum. I, I mean, it's just, every time certain countries are playing, I think of my friends that are attached oh, to these the countries. Worst. Right? It's the worst. Uh, but obviously, Alexander Collins, uh, uh, you know, for for Peru, the center back. Sean Pujarowin said, anytime Christian has to get Alexis back on track, we <laughs> <laughs> What a game. This is, yo, the English are going to die if you play that game with the way you drink naturally. Uh, but yeah, I wanted, obviously I was ruined for NYCFC's uh, Alex Collins. He, he made his penalty, uh, you know, hurt for Peru. J.K. Uh, Tritt said, wait a minute, how many of you aren't drinking during the stream? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, it was tough to see for Peru, but that was a wild, uh, that dancing goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, and he's probably never going to really play. He's just going to come in for penalties and be a clown. And it's just like annoying. And he's good at that. Yeah, it's like annoying that he that yeah. he was successful. You got to have a thing. You know what I mean? Like when I was a kid, they used to tell us when we played football, like you should practice uh, long snaps. Okay. Because like, no, they, no one ever does it. So if you're a long snapper, odds are you will get in the NFL and you don't have to work as hard, blah, blah, blah. Like they used to tell us that when we played football and I was like, they just, they lied to your face, bro. Telling you, you're going to make the NFL. I was like, Brian, (laughs) (laughs) you think I got that kind of flexibility? Yo, score, is going to take away this ability. I won't even be be able to be a long snapper. By the time I get there, it'll be illegal. (laughs) Short snaps only, bro. I need to see hands on them ball sacks. 
goalkeeper dark arts. Shouts to all the goalkeeper. Anyway, shouts to Matt Turner. Gabriel Jesus. Looks like the deal's done. I'm excited. Somebody in the chat said, do you think he can be a pure number nine? I think so because of the there's there were two styles of uh, of nines that uh, we were linked with, right? The Vlahovic style, which is like your big center forward target man. Yeah. And then you're more like wily kind of uh, number nines. Can maybe play a false nine, a bit more creative with his feet. Also go with the link up, but not going to play with their back to goal like a Gabriel Jesus. And I think we kind of got the guy that they, I mean, from all rumors is this is the guy they wanted. As soon as Blahovic said he was done, they were like, oh, you know what? We don't want that kind of uh, nine anyway. Let's go get someone who fits in our system a bit more. And what I love about it, whether we get Rafinha or not, let's just say it's a Millsmith Rowe, Gabriel Jesus, and Saka. These guys can interchange. Meaning positions? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Throughout okay. the match, they could swap. They could Maybe. really yeah, yeah, confuse defenders. That. It's going to be incredible to watch. I think it's going to be really incredible to watch. I think the... Um, and just Eddie and Ketia, which the, any injury or anything like that, this guy's going to have to come in. So. Is, is the upgrade from Lacazette to Jesus... I don't I don't see it as as a huge jump in quality. I, it's it's such an overwhelming jump. I don't, I don't know how. Like it's like Goodison it, Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I think uh Gabriel Jesus benefited from playing at Manchester City in what way? It, uh, the the people I'm not saying the service the service was incredible. And you don't think he's going to get five star. You don't think he's going to get similar service first of all, no. the guy barely played. No, the guy I barely played. You I wouldn't he's say. Get I would service? say barely. You're gonna disrespect Martin Odegaard <laughs> to my face. I, I look. I think on his birthday. It's not his birthday. <laughs> I think Lacazette's ability to to hold the ball up. I think he's a better hold up guy than Jesus. He played center forward. He was. Just, he he yeah. ended up becoming a target man. Right, and I think that it suits. Arsenal a little bit better. What was okay? They played well with Obama Yang, right? They played well, and uh, Giroud. Hold on, you know Giroud history. Been, Giroud would have been much better than than Lacazette, but we didn't have him. But anyway, uh-huh. Giroud's gone. He won trophies with Chelsea against <laughs> us. We no longer count him as gorgeous as he is. He's not a part of the team. But uh, Obama Yang played well offensively. What was his biggest issue? He didn't want to track back. When he did track back, the team played better. Those yeah. nine matches that he decided to track back, mm. we played well. Gabriel Jesus tracks back. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be fine. Okay. And now we got uh, Vieira in there who's way more way more of an attacking threat than I think Odegaard wants to be. Odegaard wants to set up more. Okay. Odegaard, Odegaard wants to distribute more. He's going to be given that chance. We're going to have Vieira that's able to run. I mean, it's going to be a beautiful thing. <laughs> I love the optimism. I think we're going to go invincible <laughs> again. Dude. No. I honestly is, think the delusion is wild in the offseason. It's, it's beautiful. Getting a player of Gabriel Jesus' quality with a team that we already have, which finished fifth, barely missing out on fourth, mm-hmm. puts us in position to now uh, compete for third or fourth. Okay. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. I think, it's, uh, I think he's going to have uh, a successful time uh, at Arsenal. I, it, it's his individually, I think he'll be fine. I'm still concerned about... Um, yeah, is this the 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 difference that's going to put uh, uh, Arsenal in Champions League? And yes. I th- and I think it's it, it's not uh, it's more to do than just uh, bringing in a number nine. I think there there were issues outside of that. Uh, that's all I'm saying. I I don't know how anyone can look at this and not say they they are right now at least the third best team in the league. I don't know how you can see that. Uh, I, who, who I, I wouldn't say all who that. Who third, you're gonna say say third. who else? I'm giving City and Liverpool their respect. <laughs> and Who then else? Arsenal's next. Who else? I don't know. I feel like Tottenham is just just above. 
You saw they they just about finished fourth, and who have they signed? Who ha- they haven't they haven't signed anybody yet. So they They're, got the same exact squad. Okay. You tell me, Gabriel Jesus doesn't give us Chelsea. Chelsea, it's Chelsea's ahead. Chelsea's falling apart. Everyone's <laughs> leaving. Petr Cech just left. Yeah. They're talking about signing Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> that was a funny one. So hold on a second. People want to leave Chelsea. Chelsea is falling apart. Their owner's gone. They got this guy bully. They're not getting the players they want. You don't think. If right now we're talking about, I'll give Chelsea some respect, but I think they're hurting right now. It's going to be between us and Tottenham for who gets third, right? Okay. Right now, as is situated right now on yeah. this Monday, uh, you don't think getting a player like Gabriel Jesus puts us at least six points better than we finished last season? Um, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, then I'm then fine with that. In third. Okay. I mean, <laughs> all right. That I won't argue there. Um, and sure, Tottenham will have Conte for an entire Jamal. It's a, oh, they got Ives. Uh, uh, Basuma. Basuma from Good Brighton. Point. Parasit. Yeah. So, so they got a guy who should be in jail and Parasit. <laughs> what, what did Basuma, Basuma do? a ton of sexual assault cases against them. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He was untouchable. That's why his value dropped so much. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, yeah, you guess, I know in England you're not allowed sort to that talk out. about these things until like the court decides. Like, yeah, yeah, but it obviously uh, it affects your transfer fee. But yeah, in America we're allowed to talk <laughs> about it. Um, okay, the um, uh, who else? Uh, Chelsea offered Pulisic for Delit. Uh, Pulisic and like forty million. <laughs> it was like no joke. Yeah, he's not. We don't think Pulisic is leaving. Uh, he, I think he took Chelsea out of his uh, bio. He did do that. I, I, I did see that. But there's, there's no way he leaves. Right, no, they they, they won't let him go. I, maybe he would want to go. I think he leaves. I think he he clearly wants to play. I think he would have gotten a Bayern if it wasn't for Sadio Mane signing. I think they're okay. Their, I think a lot of their funds are. The up. I know um, Chelsea's trying to get rid of uh, Hakim Ziyech, um, so that would open up. Uh, you know, he obviously a lot more playing time for. Uh, for I uh, think for the Pulisic. fans are kind of you know shouts to Rory uh, Rory Jennings. Uh, you guys may know him from his uh, YouTube channel or the kickoff. Uh, he's the homie. I gave him a little bit of stick. Uh, he was like, uh, Chelsea need to swoop in and, and steal this deal from Arsenal. There's no way Gabriel Jesus, a man of that quality, is going to Arsenal when we're the best team in London. We have Champions League and we can't sign these team, these players. And I'm just laughing, laughing, <laughs> laughing. And also knowing that both Gabriel Jesus and Rafinha said no to Tottenham. Let's go. And I'll give I'll give my homie credit. My homie was a Tottenham fan who was like, well, I don't think either one of those players start, right? Because you're not going to unseat Kane and you're not going to unseat Son, which is true. But then why are you trying to buy these players okay is it that you're fearful that they're leaving maybe mm, yeah, sunny, okay <laughs> and i cannot wait for sun and kane to leave because y'all going back to the slums my <laughs> uh but um which would call it uh tottenham they said both said no to Tottenham. like it feels like we're back Arsenal's back. We're signing players early. Because they're, they're big re- name players, and people are saying no to Tottenham. <laughs> Just getting rejected. <laughs> Bro, I feel like we're back. <laughs> um, the, uh, another thing I wanted to talk about. Wait, hold on. Brush said, uh, Jesus is a quality player, but let's keep some perspective. He's never been the main guy. Let's now see. Let's see how he handles that. Yo, he chose Arsenal when he probably could have gone to a Champions League club because he wanted to be the guy. So already you should be, if you're an Arsenal supporter, you should be excited about that part of it. He specifically was like, no, I want to be the guy. I'm not just here to collect a check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, yeah, look, I think he's going to play. I think, I think he'll play well. Um, the, you know, I, I 15, think Arsenal, Arsenal... 15 goals, 12 assists. That's the over under. What do you think? <laughs> that is, you know, player of the year type. Uh, not really. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a good player. But that's, that's not Kevin Golden De Bruyne got like you know uh, 
player of the season or whatever. I don't what it's not MVP. What is it called? I don't know. Best chap of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lad of the week. <laughs> uh, but Kevin De Bruyne won it. Geyser of the year. What do they call him? Geyser. Geyser of the year. Geyser of the year. It's a very different award. And let me tell you something. If you Google it, you're gonna get they give that they give that at the AVN Awards. Yeah. Right? That's a big one. That's a big one. It's a lot of footballers are there though. So <laughs> okay, they they do have a wet zone in the yeah. brand. <laughs> you it's like going uh, what are the blue man sh- group? You know, the show where the guy smashes the watermelons. <laughs> What's his name? I forgot his name. Anyway, What's his name? Uh, no, Gallagher. 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 I was gonna say Godfrey. I'm like this Godfrey. is a completely different guy. Um, the uh, brush said 15 goals is a reasonable expectation. You're starting number nine. 15 goals and 12 assists is the over under. Let us know in the chat. Let's do a poll. Okay. PFA player of the year. There it is. Uh, okay. The uh, Oh, but while you're doing that, yeah, uh, put up the poll. I obviously got to make sure we give a shout out uh, to OSNYC uh, for welcoming us. Uh, again, uh, the do- uh, literally dopest gaming space here in New York City. If you are uh, ever around in New York, I want to either play some PlayStation, Nintendo Switch, uh, some uh, classic uh, arcade games, uh, have a couple drinks. It's, it's uh, seriously one of the dopest spots uh in the city so come come through uh okay. the poll is up let us know what you think uh 15 goals 12 assists for gabriel jesus <laughs> david they said chop of the pitch <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> oh my god um okay <laughs> omar Ramirez, duke of the premier league <laughs> <laughs> These are great. These really should be the name. Why are we being asked by the Premier League to come up with these things? You already have a monarchy. The, the branding is great. Take a trip with a stinky geyser. <laughs> oh, yeah. This you was, missed this. I missed this. I Googled it. It's Stinko, which is even funnier. Wait, so what was the context of it again? I don't remember the joke. A shin in the, in the, in the Italian language. The word for shin uh-huh. is stinky. St- okay. Stinko. Stinko. Two of them is stinky. S-T-I. Plural, yeah, yeah. Bro, when Lorena told me that, my brain stopped working. It only functioned in stinky bits. Yeah, it was a great uh, clip uh, put together by uh, our our editor, Jamie. So it was so so funny. I felt so bad that Jamie had to like go through all of that just to pull out every time I made a stinky bit. Um, Every time I made a stinky bit. I feel like I'm talking about a dog. Uh, It sounds like you're getting potty trained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. An, I did another stinky bit. I'm proud of myself. All right, oh. so far it's fifty fifty over and under. Mm. Let us know. Hit the hit the uh, the poll in the chat. Let us know what you think. Okay, fifteen goals is doable nowadays. Jesus gets. Uh, no way Jesus gets 12 assists. Arsenal don't have goal scorers. LOL. Since Elo stacked. Bro, you just barely stayed in the Premier League. Stop I, 12, I, the 12 assists seems a, a lot more uh, unlikely to me. Y'all are crazy. I mean, who... Did anyone on Arsenal even have 15 assists? First of all, who had did it? Who had that? Who had double digit assists on Arsenal Football Club last season? Um, older Saka, maybe. I, much <laughs> I can't believe. By the way, I can't believe that was the first time I met your mother. Like, I've thought, why do I feel like I've met her before? No. She told me at the wedding was the first time I met her. I was like, no, they can't be true. No, no, you haven't met my mom anywhere. I think I have. I'm trying to think where. No, I don't think so. That's crazy. Okay, uh, you met my dad. Uh huh. He was there. He was a guy. 
bro. I barely talked to him. I wanted to say some shit, bro. There's nothing to say. <laughs> he ain't gonna hear it. <laughs> One, I feel like y'all said it already. He ain't gonna hear it. Okay, he has that English drinking problem. Uh, Saka scored eleven goals. Eleven goals. How he many assists? Seven assists. That, that's me, the most. You tell me and you can't you, do less than double with Saka, the guy on the wing. I'm saying you he can't. You know, you said twelve assists. Yes. You think he could do more? That's less than double. Let, no. You think he can't do no, 12? No, no. Y'all crazy. I mean, if he can get 10, I think you, that's money well spent. Real quick, there's a gooner in the room. Gabriel Jesus, 12, 12 assists, 15 goals, over under. There we go. So he said yes to goals, no's to assists. That's what I said. So, okay, we have a turncoat gooner <laughs> in the room. <laughs> uh, okay. Show me the Spurs tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay uh, By the way, over is winning So I don't want to hear nothing Okay, well you're going to have to hear a couple things <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right This is, you know, this is a debate show right? uh, A nice cold brew says Gotta run, thanks for hanging out with us uh, Elo Stack says, y'all on drugs Jesus doesn't get assists He shoots every time he gets the ball That's not going to be his position <laughs> on this That was what he was asked to do at Man City mm. Wait till y'all see By the way, over is winning by even more now Okay. Um, all right. Uh, what else? Um, oh, I wanted to talk. We have to talk a little bit about Manchester United uh, because they're, you know, obviously week after week we talk they about ain't how, doing nothing. How, no, but you, you were talking about Tottenham and and players rejecting offers for them, but Manchester United seems like the most rejectable club right now. They're in absolute turmoil. I just don't. There's something. The the brand is not strong. No, 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 no. They people do. Not not want to play there we had this argument on the complex show is manchester city a big club manchester city yeah yeah well yes okay so i say yes as well real quick sam manchester city big club he says yes okay so people were saying in our chat when we were talking about this we talked about this first on cooligans you have to have a, a a long period of success a history of success before you're considered to be a big club and i was like here's a big club consistently in line for winning. I think they won four out of the five Premier Leagues, right? Mm -hmm. They're always in the conversation in Champions League. They get far enough. They haven't won it yet. Players want to play there. Right. That all, and they're probably the the number two or three played team on FIFA, right? All of this tells me you are a big club. People know who you are all over the world. Are you a bigger club than, than, than Manchester United? Probably not because of the history of Manchester United. Yeah. But if we're talking about right now, right now, right now, Today, 2022, mm. if you're Erling Holland and they say, yo, two teams want you, Manchester City, Manchester United, he's like, get this bummer from Manchester United <laughs> off the table. Damn, fluent patois, <laughs> bro. As he's eating a patty, he's eating a beef patty. Um, <laughs> he's, like, he's like, get them rude boys, Manchester United. <laughs> no, it really does feel, uh, you you sort of feel it with the, the Frankie, uh, the young uh, stuff. Um, Barcelona clearly... Need he to, wants to go there though because of Eric Ten Hag, right? But but um, I, actually I don't know how much he wants to go. I, look, I don't get the sense that he desperately wants to leave he Barcelona. Wants to stay at Barcelona, yeah. But the, the 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 financial issues that Barcelona is dealing with, it's like yo, we we get rid of this kid. 
balance the books a little bit and right. it'll be really helpful. They might tell him like, yo, bro, just accept it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all good. Why do you want to stay here? <laughs> you know, the English women are beautiful. Oh my <laughs> God. If you squint, like I <laughs> Have you been to Manchester? Have you started drinking at 10 a.m. on the train? Because if you have, then by three in the afternoon, they're really gorgeous, dude. <laughs> trying to sell it. And um, look, it is. By the way, I should have ended the poll. <laughs> Under is winning now. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop the count. <laughs> um, so the uh yeah i, I was uh, seeing this uh, uh fabrizio romano had tweeted about the frankie the young dimension says manchester united are always in direct contact with barca the verbal proposal now discussed between clubs is around 65 uh, million uh euros guaranteed uh after 60 million plus add-ons opening bid rejected so once i hear that that uh they well, look barca's like we ain't even trying to negotiate we just need as much money as we can get <laughs> you know I mean? but but the last sentence here says there are still no changes on on player and agent side, which says to me, it's there's just not clarity. It doesn't say like I definitely want to go, and there's no changes because he definitely wants to leave. Right. I think he's just. Uh, I don't know if it's a it's an issue with the fee or or maybe what other signings Manchester United are going to make. I think the drama, uh, especially about this uh, Cristiano Ronaldo possibly wanting to leave uh, or go to Chelsea and all this other stuff. If he goes to Chelsea, his uh, his legend. Uh, gets a like a, gets a knock right like his legend hurts a little bit sure right because imagine if he almost went to Manchester City that would have been bad for uh, Manchester United you saw how they had to swoop in and stop that deal from happening uh-huh. now him going to Chelsea that's also got to hurt probably not as much as him playing for the other team in your city but that's still got to hurt because he's playing for another Premier League team right and one that's doing better than you and the other thing about this Frankie de Young thing is Rafinha is not going anywhere yet because. They need to see if this deal goes through or not. It's one of these uh, waiting for the dominoes to fall. Which brings up the question whether Arsenal should be going after Rafinha or not. If he really is, if he's been saying that his dream and, you know, his goal as a footballer is to play for Barca, then if we sign him and he plays well, they're just going to come after him next year. It's going to be this saga all over again. We've done a good job of bringing in players that only want to play for Arsenal. Should we do the same thing with Rafinha? Should we not sign him? For the purpose of not having to lose him, or do we sign him and then make more money when Barca comes knocking on the door? Right. Um, so, uh, oh man, lost the chat on there. No big deal. Um, oh, it makes me so Rafinha. The one thing um, it makes me think of Rafinha leaving Leeds. Uh, Calvin Phillips is also uh, rumored to be going to City or did C- that happen City. Already? Yeah, I think it's it's it, we're waiting for an announcement. Um, but losing Rafinha. Oh. And Phillips, uh, we, we, the stream is still good. Uh, we haven't lost anything. Um, but losing Rafinha and Phillips uh, tells me Leeds ain't staying up for another year. I don't know I who don't they know. replace them with. They got Brandon Aronson. I'm they, sure they've got some other kids in there. But I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with, uh, with um, what's-his-face for a full season, Jesse Marsh. Yeah, I, me too. But I don't think without gonna... those two guys, I don't know exactly what is. Yeah, uh... You know what? If you're being honest, I don't think I don't think Calvin Phillips played as well under Jesse Marsh as he did under Bielsa. Well, he he was also hurt most of the season. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even know how many games he played for Marsh. Right. It, it couldn't have been more than like four. Because, is it is it the way he played because of the system, or is it because he was coming back from injury? Yeah, yeah. But I don't think that I don't think Calvin Phillips is is as much a loss to to Leeds as Rafinha would be. Because Rafinha, pretty much, I 100 percent disagree. I think Calvin Phillips was the the yeah, but they won with the, they the spine. They stayed oh, up without him. 
sure. Uh, but it, it wasn't it wasn't a breeze. Uh, it, no, they it cut, wasn't. They cut it pretty close. Okay. Um, Bayer Aguna said Leeds need a full rebuild in the midfield. Uh, Justin Freeber said Leeds going to bring in Tati. Okay. Yeah. We, we'll talk about. Uh, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. We'll talk about Philadelphia Union against the uh, against NYCFC. That was a wild game. Uh, and, oh, and happy birthday, Justin Freeberg. Happy belated. It was his birthday uh, yesterday, I believe. Hey, look at this. Now you could uh, insert an ad. <laughs> All right. Let's insert ads. Huh? Maybe we'll do that at the end. <laughs> um, okay, we should wrap up um, with uh, with this. I have um, we I, we me- I mentioned this before. If you guys are, are not a part of um, our our Patreon and, and our Slack channel, uh, you, you can get the Alexis w- will review your pizza. That's you, right. You basically there's a couple in there that I haven't done yet, but yeah, I will rip them all up. <laughs> so you send them a picture of the top of your pizza and the bottom of your pizza, uh, and he will give you. A thorough review of of your pizza, so uh, that is one of the perks that you get. So make sure uh, join our Patreon, patreoncom cooligans. Also, if you're watching right now, there's a lot of you watching. Hit that like button; it absolutely helps us out. Mm-hmm. If you don't want me to hit this ad button. <laughs> <laughs> That's a threat. I'm holding you hostage. <laughs> okay. Um, the oh, oh Elo Sachs said Leeds are looking at Tyler Adams to replace Calvin Phillips, which would make a lot of sense. That's yeah. yeah in yeah. the in the event that Calvin Phillips, Jesse Marsh is uh, an MLS All Star team. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison, Dati okay. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be great. Tyler Adams. Okay. Um, so the uh, also uh, you can uh, if you join uh, the Slack channel, you can get your pizza reviewed. So I had a lot of pizza in. I haven't seen these yet. You haven't seen these, so we'll, we'll we're gonna do some live pizza reviews. You will get my. I really hope you took a picture underneath each pizza as well. I not just the top. I did do that. Yes. So I know I know the rules. Um, so we used to call them upskirts. Apparently that's causing some concern. So we'll call it an undercarriage shot. Uh, let me make which sure. sounds just as dirty, by the way. Hopefully this uh, works correctly. Let me just make sure it does before I display it. Yes, and we are good. Okay, so uh, right. so here is here it is. Uh, I'll have to see this on your screen. Yes, yes, or yes. Show me the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you can see it on the phone here. Uh, Am I allowed to sw- uh, swipe through? Or no, no, see? no. Don't uh, don't swipe through. I'm, uh, okay, hold on. I'm gonna do that so they can't see the photos on the bottom. Okay, cool. So, right. uh, so this, this is the first one you're showing. So this me. is the pizza. Can I guess where? Sure. Uh, this I'm assuming it's northern Italy. It is northern Italy. Yeah, this is Rome. No, no, no th- way more north. This is in Lake Como. In Lake Cuomo. Como. Not Cuomo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is Lake not. Como. Uh, yes, Lake Como. So this. If is- I swipe, do I get the bottom? Yes, yes, yes. So you can swipe there, and that's the bottom of that. Okay. So this is a, a square. Yeah, this is cooked in a pan. Uh huh. I could tell from the golden, so you know they could see where I'm zooming in. Yeah. So just above the sauce, there's that golden that you see that golden color. You also see that a little bit of blistering, which is good. The sauce is cooked, by the way, which you wouldn't expect for an Italian pizza. You would expect it to be so a you- raw sauce, and I'll tell you why it's cooked. You see how dark. The sauces and see see that how paste like it is. PFC Manor said Lake Buomo. <laughs> hey, that's where I'm going on vacation. You don't need a passport. It's in Newark, bro. Uh, it's in Branchbrook Park. Uh, you see the the little black speckle there? Yeah. Okay. And you see how dark and ruby the sauce is? Yes. That tells me it's a cooked sauce. Actually, so what they did is they cooked the sauce. They cooked the pizza with just sauce on top, and when it came out, they put the uh, the ham and the olive oil on top. Okay, yeah, because this one doesn't have uh, cheese. So no. Also, this might have been room temperature, right? Uh, uh, what do you mean? Or was it hot, hot when you got it? It wasn't hot, hot. No, it was room temperature. Okay, yeah. 
So this is this is like Bonchi made this famous. He's a baker in uh, in in Rome. He made the style of pizza famous, even though it existed for a long time. Here we would call this more of a bakery pizza. Okay, so uh, yeah, so this overall, I didn't really enjoy the pizza in Italy. I'm telling you, it's facts. We got better <laughs> pizza here. People don't want to hear it. Yeah, because don't want to hear. It. You've said this all the time, and uh, and uh, yeah, every. Every pizza place across Italy, north, south, uh, central. There's no central Italy. You know how Look, it is. <laughs> one, of our, one of our good friends lives in Milan. She was born and raised in Milan. And she's good friends with my wife. Uh, and she's, she, my wife is like, oh, you know, uh, I, I'm friends with a lot of pizza people. My husband knows a lot about pizza. And she's like, that's like saying you, your husband knows a lot about rice. <laughs> like they're just like it's a thing it's a thing that everybody eats like i don't understand why you'd want to know a lot about it because look it's like you know when pete like new york style pizza places that are really good in like in like let's say like portland yeah they've got to do it the best possible way right because yeah they're really focusing on it we're here it's like any slice shop you walk into is going to be the, high. and and this is the thing in, can i swipe uh in italy the um the main uh this is all the food it's pizza and pie. It's literally everywhere. I don't even understand how these... It's like the way we have Starbucks on the same block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is pizza and pie. Like, every... What's, what's, what, <laughs> you, what sets you apart from everyone else? Here? Every restaurant has the same exact menu. This is the thing about France. Remember, we went to like every bistro you go to in France. Yeah. Has a bistro menu, and I'm like, none of y'all switching it up. <laughs> we got a rainbow bagel up in this joint. You know what I mean? Just some, you know, you, something that really makes you stand out. Nobody's trying to be a, even the slightest bit unique. But I, this is what this is the issue that happens when you live in a place like New York. It's like everything here. You walk a block, you get like ten different options. Yeah, that don't happen. Can I swipe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so this is okay. where's this? This can't be Naples. This is a Naples style pie. But it's not, it's too baked. It's too baked in a lower temperature oven. So typically, Naples style pizza, if it was made in a wood fired oven, mm -hmm. will be baked at 1100 degrees Fahrenheit at the top, uh, anywhere between six to 800 at the bottom. You'd get blistering on the top more than you would the sides. Unless they dome this for a long time. This got to be, this got to be Northern Italy still. This is not Northern Italy. This is not, it's not Naples, but it's very close. This is in Amalfi Coast. Okay, so that this, makes sense. So it's this, not Naples. Yeah, but it's close. It's like an hour from, uh, from oh, Naples. So that's way more cheese than you'll find in Naples. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. So look, I'll zoom in. See the leoparding there? Mm -hmm. You'd have that closer to that sort of white area near the sauce as opposed to just the edges. That tells me that the top of the oven is not nearly as hot as the bottom. It's a lower temperature oven that they let it sit there for a while. You also would get, it'd be way more pale with spotting on it, not that dark coloration of spotting. Okay, beautiful bottom. Okay. <laughs> you know? Oh, wrong picture. Uh, Alexis is uh, is rating, uh, you know, uh, girls for his music video. <laughs> um, yeah, this is. I could tell it was baked off of off of stone. Uh, that's the blistering you're getting on the bottom. Uh, yeah, I, I would say this oven was probably at 800 degrees at the top. Maybe even less because of the baking on the top and that the bottom was super hot. So you either went there, either it was a big mouth oven or you went there pretty midday. It's called the big mouth oven? Like the mouth of the oven had to be big. Damn, bro. <laughs> you know, how they, how nice they know? bottom and a big mouth? <laughs> how they Can know? I marry her, bro? <laughs> how they know who I went to prom with? <laughs> Alexis makes pizza sound like rockets. <laughs> it's the only time I sound smart. Can I swipe? Uh, yeah. 
Oh, so this is a picture. <laughs> I just want to add this. This is a picture of uh, my wife, my now wife, Helene, yeah. eating a pizza. This is the same pizza, but with no cheese. Uh, right. This is uh, looks a, like there's some type of meat on top. Diavola. Diavola. Uh, which so was, they put like the spicy salami. It was so good. I had yeah. that. Um, also, I had another one in Lake Como that was a square, but with the, that with that uh, salami, so good. But this is this is Helene's. Uh, what, oh, I wanted to explain something. That that the, the other one. No. Hold on. <laughs> this is Helene's first pizza, literally first pizza that she's eaten in over 15 years. She has not I eaten. I told you not to marry <laughs> I don't know what else I have to say. She has not eaten. You've given me all the evidence. <laughs> she has, I'll tell you this much. I'm not married. <laughs> she has not eaten a pizza. Okay, but to be honest, she's uh, gluten intolerant. Uh, no, so she has started having some gluten recently and, and was seeing that it wasn't affecting her negatively, but still no dairy. So she hasn't having, she's been, she had the pizza, but with, no pizza with no cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she, lo- and she loved that. But this is her eating her first pizza. What are her thoughts? She loved it. She, she loved it. It's a whole new day. <laughs> she gets married and everything changes. And then this is, uh, where's this from? This is not Naples because of how many slices? Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, it's eight. Typically in Naples, they would do four. Uh, and also this bake is very odd. This was a very dry dough. Uh, this is very low temperature. By the way, the reason I say it's a dry dough because look at all the, the the splitting and how dry the outside is. When you see this right here, when you see that the sauce is receded, right? Mm-hmm. Very low and very low inside. This might actually be. Well, it's like the, the this pizza has a bad hairline. I right? think. <laughs> well, no. What happened is that's where the sauce was. Yeah. And then as the outside of the dough puffed up and the the moisture of the sauce reduced, which tells me this isn't a cooked sauce. This is a raw sauce. Which this might actually be either Naples or right outside of Naples. Then, but the thing that makes me think it's not Naples is this. Typically in Naples, you would have wood fired oven. A wood fired oven. Only if it was done like near the door, this wouldn't happen. You've got charring on the top of the garlic, which makes me think there was an open flame. But this couldn't have been wood. Hmm. No. This might be Naples because of the sauce. In uh, Naples, they're known for putting a little less sauce. But this, I would say this is outside of Naples. This is outside of Naples. This is not Naples. Yeah, we go. This is, uh, so this is in Rome. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay. That makes a lot and, of sense. And yeah, especially, and I hope people are calling you like a professor, people saying Pele. CSI pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Raymond said raw sauce it, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a raw sauce. Uh, yeah, people saying calling you a food scientist. Uh, you, especially you mentioned that the, the dough was dry. This was the driest dough. This felt like eating cassava. So, okay. Okay. So, this was in Rome, you said, right? This was in Rome. So, Rome, they treat people pizza like a after like party food okay so for the most part pizza is like a like it should be kind of hearty all right that make sense so the hard chew the how longer it takes bro it feels a little bit like a brick inside you (laughs) that's like that's like think about like other after after party foods like poutine yeah heavy french fries cheese gravy right heavy (laughs) sits inside you because you're a little drunk this is what this is yeah uh this was probably my least favorite uh, of all of them, but it did taste good. Yeah, I mean Roman style pizza is man, it is what it is, and that's, yeah, the, that's bottom. the bottom. Look at that, no charring whatsoever. Super pale. This is this is a gas deck oven or uh, an electric oven. This might be electric, and the reason I say it's it's electric is because of that right there. The um the sort of lines you see there, like that wrinkling you see over by your hand. Yeah, that tells me that uh, gas ovens. And wood ovens, they burst the water molecules in the air. It's a very moist, mm. it's a very moist, big mouth. <laughs> nice bottom. Yeah, yeah. My, the, my, my pizza had crow's feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, so this, what that is is uh, electric ovens are so dry inside that the dough constricts at the bottom. It's a texture that I, on the bottom that I could tell this has because it tightens on the bottom. So that's a lot of what you're seeing here. Also, <laughs> terrible slice job that they didn't go through. <laughs> I love Bay Raguna said, if, Alex, if Alexis could c- concentrate like this in other aspects of life, he would be swimming in gully bucks. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like every teacher I had growing up. And then there's a picture of me and my lady. Yeah, I was going to uh, show some of the wedding uh, f- uh, photo booth. I got all the photo booth photos. And Come on. That's the lady that uh, Uncle Gio said, don't don't go near the Dominican <laughs> man. Uh, then show, I want to show them this. Does that not increase it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sideways. Look at mine and Christian's wedding photo. (laughs) (laughs) We're a beautiful couple. First of all, we look really good (laughs) together, dude. So put in the chat, who's the top and who's the bottom? (laughs) Or is it more of a side to side? (laughs) All right. uh, Let's start a poll for who gets the poll. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that. Look how beautiful we look. (laughs) So, yes. uh, Thank you, Alexis. Uh, Look, and that uh, just a preview of. uh, uh, of what you can get on the on the on the Patreon and and when you get to join our Slack. So, uh, thank you uh, for uh, for for that knowledge for bestowing us uh, with. Uh, Not a problem. I do want to uh, uh, bring up something. Brush said. So what we've come to accept as pizza, and again he's in England, uh, is pretty much Americanized is the Americanized version, which is why we're a little shocked and disappointed with the authentic version from Italy. Yes and no. So pizza has changed. What what people are eating in Italy right now isn't what the original pizza looked like anywhere, right? Pizza changes with technology. As oven technology changes, temperatures go down and up. The pizza itself changes because it's it's a fast-baked dough, right? It's a fast-baked bread you're making. So what I would call the Americanized version is actually an advance on pizza because when pizza got here, we had coal ovens here. So people have tried to match that look in other areas of the U.S. And some of that more, you know kind of garbagey pizza is what made its way to England. So when you're looking at pizza in England, like the, the stuff you can order from your Domino's or your pizza expresses and all that kind of regular stuff, that's them trying to match a regular American style. Naples and Italian styles wood fired. It's great for, you know, dates and stuff. It is what it is. But if we're competing pizza versus pizza, it's a less baked, less risen, less fermented version of the, the same, uh, same object. American or New York style is an advancement on pizza. Just like we advanced you your garbage ass language. <laughs> okay. I'm not looking at Sam. I know he's looking at me. I'm not looking at him. Yeah, you mentioned that. That, that. That's one of our main TikTok comments. Did you let him know, dude? <laughs> one, of our, one of our main TikTok comments is always, uh, um, you, you know, why are you telling us how to speak? We invented the language. Oh, and, it's my favorite. And it's, it's whatever. It's my favorite. We're going to keep By doing it. By the way, it. they really didn't invent the language. <laughs> they merged a bunch of languages together. All right, everybody. Thank you so much uh, for joining us for another episode. I'm excited. Excited to be back. We'll be back here as well uh, Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern time uh, with uh, shouts to U.S. We'll be talking about uh, MLS, NWSL, everything going on in American soccer. Obviously, there were a couple of international USMNT matches while I was away. Uh, we can talk a, a little bit about those if, uh, if, if there's time. And uh, yeah, so a, a lot to go over uh, tomorrow. But thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, again, shout out to OSNYC uh, for welcoming us in their gorgeous, gorgeous space. Come Just through. Just the greatest. 
if you ever want to play some games uh, and get some drinks, it's a, it's a dope night incredible out. Incredible drinks. Highly, highly absolute incredible recommend drinks, it. Y'all the absolute best. Uh, we will see you tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time. As always, hit the like, subscribe, join the Patreon. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, we'll update people on, on the news, on the Metal Arc news. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, in fact, if you are a member of Patreon, we're going to start throwing some of those lenses in the uh, thing. We want to give you guys a little peek behind the scenes as to right. all the stuff that's happening. Which, but yeah, there's a lot that's happening in this next week now that you're back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before our, you know, our deal starts on next week. <laughs> so, so. Uh, yeah, obviously, we're going to be joining the Dan Levitard uh, network. So we're really, really excited about that. Uh, so yeah, a lot to look forward to. All right. Yo, the, hit the air horn for him one last time. Boom, hit the air horn. <laughs> Peace, everybody. Love Take care. We'll see you tomorrow.